1: Hello gentle listeners, welcome to Go, my favorite sports team. I'm Tyler, your resident expert boy, and I'm here with Mark, a uh, good friend Mark who's learning about sports finally. I don't think we can call ourselves boys. Oh, should I change that? We must have become men at some point. What designates that? Is that the general adulthood? 18 you're a man. I don't
2: think so, cause there's definitely a lot of people in their late teens and early twenties that are children at best. Oh yeah, But I think, you know, I, I, I think that self-proclaimed, I always go like, I'm a man, I'm not a boy. Meanwhile, I got like a big lollipop in my hand and a spinny propeller hat, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a man, I'm mature, I got a real job, I have real responsibilities. But then again, I remember what I do. I play video games for a living, so
1: yeah, anyway. Uh, hi. 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 We, we're men here. We're men. Talking Talking about about, sports, yeah, like men do. Getting all grustly and beefy and muscular.
2: But I think the the general point that we're trying to come across here on this podcast is that anyone can appreciate sports, whether you're a man, boy, woman, girl, anything in between. Non-binary,
1: all are welcome. All are welcome in the world of sports. Yes. According to us. Yes. Anyway. 100%. So today we're gonna to talk about sports analogies, mm. and the biggest reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so interesting how pervasive sports is, even in our language that we use on a daily basis, whether okay. it's business or talking with friends, right. relating stuff to to things most people would understand. So uh-huh. it's like you know, now oh, that's your third strike, you're out of here. How many people know what that is? I yeah. don't know. What you, the three strike rule. It's based on baseball. Three strikes, you're out. Have you ever said that?
2: Yes. You ever said that? I've I never have never said that to another human being. I have. I said I think I've said, like, you're on your strike last strike one. or yeah, something like that. which
1: which still is a baseball <laughs> yeah, analogy. Yeah, that's, that's so. fair, that's
2: fair, that's fair. Okay, I get you. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever really ousted somebody like that, but... So you've never ousted? So when did you have the responsibility to oust someone that, that I've been a manager. Yeah. I was Wade's boss at one point in time. That's fair. Did you ever have to oust him? No, I had to give him a talking to at one point about... <laughs> talking to me about work things when i come in and not you know
2: i've had to i've had to to
1: shake your finger and i'm like oh you you better watch out no it wasn't like that it was more or less i came into work and it was like he was telling me about how crazy it was before and it's like i came in and i was just wanted to get stuff done Uh and so it was instead of wanting to converse and Wade's one of my best friends and i'm happy to converse with him and hear about all the stuff that was going on but i was just in a mood that day where i came in and i already had my manager breathing down my neck uh-huh. so it was like i need to get this done because we have quality assurance coming in sometime soon mm-hmm. so i don't want to hear about what was going on i want to see us fix the stuff that's the issue right i now.
2: love some of the quirks of the way you use language like, really
1: come in and like i didn't want to converse like
2: no <laughs> one says that <laughs> But it's such a you thing, you have just, every once in a while, just like this gem of a word will pop out and I'm like, oh man, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the way I use the word. Because
2: like, uh, it, it projects your authority. I've been watching this show called Running Man, which is like a Korean show, and there's this character named Jong-guk, uh, and he's like this big strong guy, and he's like mm-hmm. the strongest guy there. He's so you, but he, Korean. Like he's really? just like very, very authoritative. Not like, not personable, like very jolly and happy, but just always it comes down to just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, watch and wash
1: it. know I'm not here to converse. I come here to get shit done
2: and that's like it's just like I see you in him.
1: Well, and obviously there's like two different sides. You've been able to see me in a workplace environment to sure, where it's yeah. like a production set, like we need mm. to get shit done yeah, 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 versus yeah. like when I'm chilling and hanging out. Like there's not much of a difference between the
2: two. I'm going <laughs> to say that. Right <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> no, that's more of a compliment because it's more more fun. You're not completely like a totalitarian dickhead okay. like uh, doing work stuff or anything like that. But you are very down to business, but also just like generally hanging out. It's not that much different. <laughs> It bleeds
1: through. It's who you are. <laughs> you exude authority is what I'm saying. You're an alpha male. Oh yeah. Is it better to be an alpha and omega now? Because there's a whole thing on TikTok about omegas <laughs> or omega whatnot. Omega
2: male, I've never heard. Of. I've heard yeah. of sigma male. I have not. Sigma,
1: that's the that's one. I,
2: I think omega male is like just like the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> right? Because it's like alpha and omega are the opposite ends, right? Right. right. I don't know why sigma is in there. That's oh, so funny. To <laughs> I, mean,
1: <it> <laughs> I thought like, of the wrong Greek letter when I said omega. I meant yeah. sigma, but yeah, we'll sure, say omega. Yeah, 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 hundred
2: percent, hundred percent. I remember someone saying. On the internet, it was a meme that like the alpha, beta, omega, whatever rankings of men is just the zodiac for men. You know, you know, (laughs) like you you have zodiac. Not that just girls like the zodiac, but predominantly, I've I I would if I can be a little stereotypical, like predominantly that. But it's like for men, they're like, oh, that bullshit about the sun and the stars. Anyway, I'm an alpha male. I have all these <laughs> qualities. It's just like I'm just, big. I'm
1: strong. I'm
2: in charge. And then Sigma is like the new quality ranking for people that aren't in charge, but they can make themselves feel comfortable because they're like, I could be a leader, but I choose not to. That's like the quality. If, if, wait, let me look up what, what um, the, the rankings here are. Uh, Sigma male qualities. And then there's people at meme on. They make a bunch of different uh, hierarchies. What are the... Di- uh, name the Greek alphabet.
1: Alpha beta sigma i'm an epsilon epsilon male. yeah i <laughs> was <just> like <laughs> <laughs> i was like obviously beta's in there epsilon male, Delta. there was
2: like this infographic that like ranked qualities of an epsilon male or something like that and it was just like descending into being a furry was like the, <laughs> the way the chart went down <laughs> Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, 11 personality traits of a Sigma male. He likes to fly solo and is very independent. He has a mysterious personality. He likes silence. He likes life on the edge. He is extremely smart. He has a rebellious spirit. He is never short of attention, has an abstract way of thinking, has his own distinctive style Is a deep thinker, can adapt to anything. This is just something that like someone who lives like on the internet all day just yeah. makes them feel better about themselves. I'm solo and independent. In other words, you're a loner and you have no friends. (laughs) (laughs) Mysterious personality. People don't get you, you're just kind of a weirdo. You know, like silence. You don't talk much. You know, just like shit, like that. There's yeah. so many ways to look at it that people could look at that and be like,
1: "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's me." Well, I've also heard in a lot of ways when people create those things, mm-hmm. they create it to a point to where almost every single person can feel like they're that. Yeah. So that it's not excluding anybody, and it's just giving people something to feel part of, yeah, which is yeah, a great exactly. thing to have.
2: Oh, so, you know, I, I'm totally about people feeling like they're a part of something. That's kind of like the point of this podcast for people to feel. Feel like they can be a part of sports, even if they have like, you know, like kind of like ideas about sports that they are not welcome into but everyone is welcome in sports and 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 that's the thing i'm trying to get across these kind of rankings of people whether male or female these kind of rankings or designations of people it puts you in this box or it makes you feel comfortable with who you are without actually getting to know who you are on a base level you know you kind of like put yourself into a box because it's easy uh like it's easier you don't have to ask any deep questions about yourself because you can just get easy positive qualities and be like yeah i identify with the thing that I think has the most positive qualities that appeals to me. Instead of challenging yourself and looking at yourself critically at your uh, shortcomings and being like, how can I improve on right. these things, but also how are they true things about myself? Mm-hmm. And those are difficult questions to answer, and those are difficult challenges to overcome. So, you know, it's just like it's a lot of lazy thinking. Whenever an answer is handed to you, question it. You know what I mean? Just like, specifically about yourself. You know, right. this is a looking right. inwards. This isn't about like looking at things from experts on things like that. Dad, yeah, trust the experts. But just like when it comes to to answers about yourself. If you are handed an answer and it's easy, question it. Because we should all be more self-critical and like more inwardly thinking and more understanding of who we are and what drives us and the motivations behind our actions. Those are things that we should question.
1: Anyway, I'm off topic here. Well, I mean-
0: I'm supposed
2: to be the know nothing
1: funny guy. (laughs) (laughs) Haha, (laughs) clitoris. Anyway. Well, let's get on. What is the topic at hand today? The topic at hand is sports analogies, which is really pervasive in language and in our daily lives. Even if like people don't know sports, a lot of people will still use these phrases that are sports analogies without necessarily knowing that they originate from sports. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to go ahead and put it in your court right now. Put the ball in your court, which is oh, a sports analogy. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, Cue the
2: laugh track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, for you to tell me what analogies you've heard that obviously to you provoke a sports thought.
2: Uh, I, for some reason, I thought of like a, that. The what's the porn meme? We're like just like oh fuck, I'm about to go.
0: <laughs> <What the fuck laughs> Are you close? Are you going yeah, back to? No, the no. There's pretzels. like
2: it's what I forget who the the porn star is, but there's just like I I use that meme a lot. <laughs> God, what the fuck? Why is that the
1: only? That's not a sports. analogy. Uh, it's definitely not a sports analogy, but.
2: It's just like, oh, you're going to make me and then like, do my homework or some shit like that. I don't know. It's stupid. I can't tell the meme well. Like, cue the laugh track again. Make me feel better <laughs> about myself.
0: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things... all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app.
2: This episode is brought to you by State Farm. Okay, but sports analogies. Sports analogies. Uh shoot for the s- moon because even if you fail, you'll land among the stars. Um, I don't know if that's keep ice your stick was... on the ice. That's a
1: good one. Uh, yep. Uh, that's from the Red Green show. Uh, that's oh. a hockey analogy. Yes. Uh, I mean, it could be as simple <sighs> as one word that's used in a different context. <sighs> Uh, I really put you uh, on the spot
2: here. <laughs> Name a sport uh, basketball. Basketball. Oh. Shoot for the moon, <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> land among the stars. All right, I'm gonna give you one here. A slam dunk. There you go. It's there a you slam go. dunk. Well, that's too. That's too obvious. That's too, everyone would know that. That's pertaining
1: to right. It. But that's. The, I'm just asking for you to list off ones that you've heard. Like that's a slam dunk. A like, slam
2: dunk. Um, a home run. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh it's uh, you're in the you're in the danger zone. Danger zone.
1: That's <laughs> that's from that's from <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs>
2: on the floor.
1: No, that's different. That's no, is that Top Gun? That's not in Top Gun. Uh, uh,
2: is... Maniac, maniac. That's that's, on that's the it. It. Yeah. Okay. That's a
1: song. Sport. But that sport? The, the, no, I mean dancing. the last track. track. <laughs> There's gotta be more that, you know, name another sport.
2: I, I, there's gotta be more, but they're not coming to mind. Cause football. I football football. Uh, well, I did touchdown, uh, it's for <laughs> first and in inches. I hear that a lot in bed, uh, <laughs> fourth and in inches. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, who oh, man, uh, we're, uh, we're going to need to watch a replay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, there's a flag yeah. on the play. I hear
1: that. Oh yeah. that that That's, I don't say that ever.
2: No, um, but you've heard Wade say that. Uh, bring out the special teams. I hear that in bed a lot.
1: All right. I think I'm just
2: going to, I'm just going to go through No, one. no, I got this one. Um, yeah, he, he runs a real fast 40. I hear that in bed a lot. Um, huge bell. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm going to take. Go. All right. Okay. Thank you. I got nothing. Behind the eight ball. Behind the eight ball. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's to be in a difficult situation or in a losing position.
2: What's the eight
1: ball? The, the eight, magic eight billiards. Ball? Think billiards. Bill pool. The phrase is thought to come from the game Kelly Pool, in which players assign balls with numbers higher than eight.
2: I have never heard a human being utter the term behind the eight ball. Really?
1: When have you heard someone say behind the eight ball? Numerous times in my life. My parents talked about it.
2: How many people listening to this have ever heard the term behind the eight ball? Probably a significant number. I've never heard that. That's a very
1: common phrase. That's
2: not a very common phrase.
1: Calling an audible. Okay, I have heard of that one. That's a football thing. Ah. So... Calling an audible is to make a last minute change. So it's like, yeah, something yeah, goes right. wrong, you have to adjust. That's the quarterback when he changes the play at the line of scrimmage. He's calling an audible. That's where it originates okay, from. Okay, okay, all right,
2: okay. Fumble. Like you oh drop yeah, something. that's a pretty common. one. I would say like yep. you fumble that real. Oh, but I would I would challenge like maybe maybe fumble was a word before football was even a sport, and people use that. You know, you fumble over something like uh, you know I I've heard the word fumble being used as like a word generally outside of the context of football.
1: Right, but I'm according. Bumble,
2: I, the bumbling? Bumbling, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe because it's I, I, bumbling, you know, but not bumbling. fumbling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: Making a game plan. Yeah, that's business talk. Yeah, but that's the game it, I think plan there's, goes a, from there's a Venn
2: diagram of business talk and sports talks. That's
1: just like almost a full circle. Probably it probably really coordinates. There's robot. a lot of
2: sports bros in business. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Continue. Um, covering all the bases. Covering all the base baseball.
1: Yep. Covering. That's when the bases are Lay loaded. Down on them, making sure all things are, What's are safe. Under and the set.
2: bases, is there gum under there?
1: No, that's usually spiked into the ground. So it's usually a metal spike. I feel like there's some secrets under there. Are you gonna go steal it?
2: No, I feel like there's a version of baseball that I've seen in like some movie or something where they put weapons down beneath the bases and they pull them out during the seventh inning stretch and they just go to town on each other. I've seen that somewhere. I dreamed it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking Go about?" On, continue. Um, first base, first base, second base, third base. We talked about that like in high school when you were progressing with your significant other. But it's also like progressing with your. It's like an achievement system. You got to make a certain amount of progression to
2: get the next unlock. Is that how you think girls work? No, that's that that's was how like, guys thought in that's high, school high school. How 100%. girls work? Yeah, hundred percent. Also, like we talked about this on Distractible, had a lot of a lot of misconceptions <laughs> about both relationships, women in general, and the human body. You know, Wade thought that girls had a pee hole, like below their, their belly like, button, like right below their belly button. That's <laughs> yeah. what Wade thought. Uh, another guy told me in high school that popping the cherry, oh, yeah. quote unquote, was there was literally a cherry-like object up somewhere inside the vagina. (laughs) And you had to get it before you could have sex.
1: I listened to this episode and I was dying. Which yeah. actually I was going to bring up uh, Finland because of Bob. Finland? Well, because. Where does Finland no, no, no. come up with this? Well, uh, the last episode we recorded today, we talked about Finland. And, oh, and right, right, right. The, right. Don't reveal countries. when we record things. And, oh, fine. Bleep
2: it all out. Put the laugh track over what Tyler was saying. Obscure it. <laughs>
1: But I was thinking of when Bob was talking about how he spelled finish wrong. Right. Okay. Cool. Which was in that same episode. I see, I see, I see. Um in a league of their own. In a league of their own. That is also a baseball related term. Is it? Yeah. Huh. It talks about being too good even for the best league. Hmm. So like you're just that much better than everybody else. It's there used in all other stuff, but it originates from baseball. Huh. Off base. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that before. Comes from baseball, it's when you're leading off going to steal a base. Uh A lot of stuff is actually um, baseball-related. A lot of analogies weirdly go to baseball. It is America's pastime. But a rain check. That's a sports term? That is a sports term. No! Yeah, from rain delays in baseball. What? Yeah. It's a rain check. So it's raining. So we can't play today. So we'll play another day. Or we're playing another day. That's literally where it originates from. I don't know what I thought it originated
2: from, but I, I always thought like something about a very soggy check that you get afterwards, <laughs> which I imagine <laughs> would happen if you got rained out at a game. Could I get a refund for this. But no, I, I would never have guessed that in a million years. You should present these and make me guess what sport it's from. Oh, okay. You should we tell me that. what it is. And then, but then like, don't tell me where it's from. And I
1: will guess. All right. I'm going to have to go all over the place so
2: fascinating i've used like rain check is ubiquitous yeah that's crazy i never would have known that huh yeah what about a blow by blow account okay i would think boxing you got it i got it yeah but but i wouldn't have guessed it unless you spell unless you put it in front of me like that i wouldn't have guessed that because blow by blow account i've heard that i don't use it a lot but uh
1: Yeah, let me give you the blow-by-blow account of what just happened. Give give me the blow. Give me the the blow-by-blow. Hey, can you give
2: me the blow-blow of this TPS report? You know, in a business meeting or something like that. Yeah. Saved by the
1: bell. That's boxing, too. Yep. But also, it's a show. But it's also used a a lot in terminology as to, like, something happened, so you were saved by whatever distraction or whatever came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the cut.
2: That's a sports term? Oh, God. Make the cut? I thought it was like a butchering thing. Like you get a cut of meat, but something didn't make the cut. What? Yeah. No. It's. No, no, no. I'm going to give you context no, without saying No, 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 Don't give me anything. I don't want to okay. hear it. Okay, they okay. cut, make the cut. Making things, baking things, taking things, raking <laughs> things. Fall, fall sport. You get a sport in the fall. A lot of cutting, a lot of meat. Cutting in line, lots of lines. You line up a lineup. Baseball. No. Baseball's not fall. That's football. <laughs> No. Uh, are you cutting down a horse racing?
1: No. Oh, God, what is it? So the context is making the cut is making like the cut for the playoffs or the tournaments, but it goes to golf. Golf oh, was the original what? one. Yeah. So golf? only players who achieve better than a certain score are allowed to proceed to the final two rounds of a golf tournament. Make the cut? Yep. That's such a common term. Yep. Golf? Golf is... So old, like Scotland. Yeah. Very, very old sport. Yeah. Scotland.
2: Old. (laughs) Bunch of old people there. Fucking old.
1: A run for the
2: money. Run for the money. Okay, run for the money. Obviously, common term. Running, run, money, money ball, money ball, running, money ball, money ball is a movie about baseball. Was it cut for the money? Run for the money. Run for the money. Run for the money. Give him a run for his or, money. Or give him run, him run for his run, money. Run yeah. for his money. That's how I know that phrase. Yeah, that's the give phrase. A run, a run for his money. For his money. You're give, you're running from someone who you owe money to. Gangsters, gangs of New York, baseball. <sighs> it's horse racing. you were on. People can't hear you shaking your head, but I think they they could imagine. <laughs> they you can shaking. feel it they with your awe. Feel... Oh yeah
1: that's horse racing that's horse racing
2: oh but i just guess horse racing. i know I never in any other context would have guessed horse racing again but
1: but think about it this way the mob in a lot of ways because it's gambling oh so it was to do with mobs you you were on i, the, I caught, thought you were going to get there when I, you went uh, that I way i was on the right
2: track track yeah. horse racing horse racing track ah god damn it
1: yep chomping at the bit that's a sports term yes Okay, chomping,
2: chomping, (laughs) stomping, stomp, musicals, Broadway, New York, chomping at the bit, you're chewing, chewing gum, baseball.
1: (laughs) You're just guessing all baseball. It all comes back to baseball. It goes back to horse sports. The piece that goes in the horse's mouth is called the bit. And Uh, so when they're they're anxious or horses are uncomfortable, they will actually chew on that bit. So it's chomping at the bit. Oh
2: God. I waste. I thought that there would be only like one horse racing term and I used my guess too early. Oh, I blew my load, blow my load, blow (laughs) level playing field. I didn't know this was just one sport. I, thought, I knew this. This feels like a sports term, obviously. I think everyone knew that. Right. Because you're on a level playing field, which means that it's fair. Level playing field. You're leveling a field. It's got to be flat. But that means it was previously not flat.
1: It was uneven. Uneven terrain. Golf.
2: Oh. <sighs> soccer God,
1: no the reason being because if the playing field is uneven the ball will obviously roll to one side more uh, pro level of course but that could go across a lot of other terms and stuff like that yeah but,
2: that's used off sports but but right the origination because like fo- the reason football is so popular correct me if i'm wrong is because it's so easy to play you just need a ball on a field but if you just go out on random field it could be uneven correct and you know people could have a an advantage so yeah i could
1: i could see that definitely the ball's in your court.
2: Uh, base, basketball. Bas- baseball. Basketball. <laughs> basketball. <laughs> no! It's- t- don't, 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 tell me! <laughs> don't tell me! How is that not basketball?
1: There are other sports that have courts.
2: Oh, there are, there's a, the judicial system has courts. It doesn't mean there's balls in it. Hold on.
1: The ball's in your court now. Ball,
2: the ball, my balls are in your court. My balls are gonna be all up in your court. <laughs> The golf what? court. Court of golf. Horse racing! No! <laughs> tennis. Oh! <laughs> oh, right. They call it a tennis court? It's oh, a tennis court. They, they call it a tennis court. <laughs> right, right. Of course they call it a tennis court. <laughs> oh. Why? Why is that funny to you? I, didn't it. I inst- knew it! The instant realization. They call it a tennis Oh, yeah. I know some <laughs> things sometimes just to let me exist
1: all right here's an easy
2: one how's that not basketball all right whatever moving on pit stop pit stop racing don't
1: tell me it's not racing it's racing but what kind of racing don't stop (laughs) it's car race wait
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say horse racing but i don't want to say horse racing You're making me believe it's not car (laughs) racing and that it's to do with horses. And there's a team of people when the horse gets in the pit, they all... (laughs) crank the horse up on a jack and they take their legs off and they put new legs off and they shove a fuel tube up its ass and a fuel tube in its mouth and they, <laughs> zhuzh, and they cycle its
1: whole food system out. Give me your final answer. Is <laughs>
2: horse oh God, or cars- no, don't do this to me. I'm going to say a horse. No! <laughs> oh, can you put horses in my head. You made me horse thinking. You put horses up there.
1: All right, all right. It's cars, right? It's cars. Why did you mess with my head? <laughs> because it was Great. No girl. All right. Here's a really easy one. Oh, shut up. <laughs> bullseye. Okay. There's two options.
2: Okay. <laughs> there's two options, right? But there's a, probably a third. I'm thinking either archery or darts, right? Which when I go bullseye! Where I uh is it either archery or darts? It's both. Well, I know that there is a bullseye in either one. <laughs> but the origination of it must come from one or the other. I would assume archery first.
1: It would obviously be archery first, but under the designation, it's technically darts in any shooting sport. Okay, so any any shooting sport. Yeah, so it it originates from all of the shooting sports, but archery obviously came before guns. Yeah, yeah, or darts. and I mean, throwing knives, I guess, but even then.
2: It goes back to the the caveman days of me throw rock at other rock. Me paint wall with blood, new blood, old blood, really old blood. You get really old blood in center. You know bull. We know half bull yet. You know ox. Ox eye. Ox
0: eye. Oh,
1: shut up. Cue the laugh track.
0: <laughs>
1: shut up. <laughs> All right. Tough sledding.
0: That's
2: not a term. Yes, it is. Tough sledding or tough going. If you had said tough going and told me that that was a sports term, I would have punched you in the teeth. Tough sledding, well, clearly sledding's in the name. Well, if you do sledding, it's a different one versus tough going. Stop saying tough going is a sports term. That's it's- just life. Life is tough going. You go and it's tough. That's life.
1: It must be some kind of luge thing, right? Tough sledding. I would think it, uh, it would be like dog. Like oh, I forgot. Dog sledding.
2: Right. Huh, but I have not heard tough sledding as a regular term. And I right. disqualify tough going.
1: Tough going technically is saying it goes to horse racing where conditions of the horse has to battle very hard for to make progress. But I could see tough going originating long before horse yeah, racing yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But according to this website that I'm looking at right uh, now, it is a sports term. Uh, However, one that is most definitely a sports term, neck and neck. Horse racing, final answer You were correct. Yes.
2: I knew I had (laughs) to get one of the horse terms correct. And I know that one because like I've heard that like in any race, but I think it's always come down to like horse racings. Yeah. Because they have big necks. Yes. Yeah. They're undulating like this. Going yep. back and forth. So it's neck and neck. They're right necking each other. Yep. Yeah. Very have you ever close seen giraffes life. fight?
1: I have. what bam, bam With, their, with necks. their necks. That's got to hurt. Uh, Not just the other giraffe, but it's got to hurt you. I mean, just giraffe injuries during that. You know, we talk about like when we have back injuries. Yeah. They have the same kind of structure in their neck to be yeah, really yeah, long. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. The, I, I saw ugh. one a video of uh, one giraffe hitting the other one in the balls. <laughs> And literally, it's like the exact reaction you would imagine. You hear the giraffe go, whoosh, and then like the <laughs> legs splay out. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's funny, but also it's not funny. It was a low blow on that giraffe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And a low the, blow! Low blow! Boxing! A low blow! You, I just used one.
1: You did? <sighs> Par for the course. Okay,
2: this is great clearly golf you're correct i didn't mean to say golf i was trying to be funny and <laughs> say something else
1: and golf just came out i don't know why this is in here because it's and they're off and they're off like and they're off wow no actually no
2: that's pretty common yeah that would probably be a racing thing it's a horse correct okay there's been more horse terms than baseball terms
1: here. They really have but yeah. i'm just kind of scrolling through and seeing what like hole-in-one obviously is golf yeah But uh, stalemate. Chess. Correct. Wow.
2: So chess is a sport by this definition. Yep. The argument can cease. There can be peace.
1: Pawn and checkmate are also two of the other ones from chess. Mm, Checkmate, definitely. I don't know. Well, I guess if you call someone a pawn, Mm -hmm.
2: that's... Oh, you're right. That is generally a term that people use. Huh. The gloves are off. There's got to be boxing. And yes, I've heard this many times.
1: Sucker punch.
2: Is it horse racing? Okay, all right, I was just checking. You know, I'm just throwing horses every once in a while. Boxing, clearly. Yeah. Split decision. Gymnastics. The Judges all have to do splits to see who's <laughs> going to be the supreme judge to judge them. It's uh, it's that's boxing too because yeah. it's when there's three judges in boxing. I actually know quite a bit about boxing. Uh, there's three judges in boxing and they rank uh, to scoring to 10. Mm-hmm. There's always one person that's more, but because there's three, there can be two judges that favor one and then one has to be the deciding judge
1: and then uh, it's split decision two to one. Yep, very nice. Thank you. You probably know more about boxing than I actually do because I don't pay that much attention to boxing. Yeah,
2: I don't know why, but I know a lot about boxing because for some reason, uh, like, I, I liked watching boxing. You know, I watched all the Rockies and the the, the Creeds and whatever. And then I, there was this person on Reddit, no, Imager actually, mm-hmm. uh, that would post fight analysis. Okay. Posts, big galleries that were showing, like, clips of fights, historically important fights, breaking down what was going on, why it was important, the strategies behind it. So I know weirdly a lot about boxing
1: so, do you know uh, about how boxing has changed over the years in the sense of back when Mike Tyson fought versus today's day and age with Floyd Money Mayweather? Oh, I I, I thought you were talking about way
2: back when when they didn't
1: have gloves, you no, know, and no, it was no.
2: like they would go 113 rounds just like until someone fell down. And actually, how like gloves can be more damaging to the brain than just bare fists. Right. I would imagine that nowadays, I think the change dramatically is like it's less about going for knockouts; it's more about just like scoring points. Well, that's more to Floyd Mayweather's style of boxing, Um, but I think it's become more popular because he has been incredibly successful with this, just dodging, trying to get, tapping his glove on people. He's never going for knockouts because he's just trying to score more points. Because if you can avoid being hit, number one, it's safer for you long-term, and number two, you don't have to punch hard, which means that you get less tired over time so that you can get higher on the scorecards. You're just trying to win rounds. You're, You're trying to tire them out by dodging early, and then in the later fight, gain more points by tapping love on people's faces
1: so back in the time when mike tyson was fighting yeah there was actually you would get more points for how impactful the punch was how oh, powerful really? it was they actually scored it. they like actually that. scored those that seems pretty hard to determine yeah though. and that's what made it really like difficult to do and they changed it to just being contact points which is today's day and age with like how floyd mayweather fights yeah has more to do with making contact and clear
2: punches yeah. especially in terms of like the strategy of boxing when you were about to get hit you want to move your head mm-hmm. to in the direction of the punch to try to lessen the force of it, but it can look like you just got clobbered because you just chucked your head to the side, but you didn't actually get hit hard. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, it should be said for anyone listening, like Floyd Mayweather and Mike Tyson are in such different weight classes. Oh, yeah. They might as well be different human beings.
1: And and also like, it's not saying one's better than the other in any yeah, way. Absolutely. It's just that we're using them as representatives of the yeah. time period but of boxing. that
2: would make sense because I was thinking, I just thought that it It was more about knockouts but it was because people were trying to punch harder yeah because they were trying to get those extra points for that
1: yeah because they they would they wouldn't score it necessarily because we couldn't analyze how many clear hits or whatever they were back then it became more technical in -hmm. the newer newer boxing age whereas back then it was like you won by knocking out because it goes back to the old school way but also when you have an impactful hit that shows more yeah exactly. and so there's a lot of people that like that better because it was more of a warrior mentality in the boxing ring yeah, yeah versus yeah. the technical like floyd may the weather is incredible at what he does oh my god yeah um but it's the fan base for boxing based on that warrior class is more disappointed in the current boxing because it's not about knockouts it's not about yeah. forceful contact to the head yeah it's about just contact
2: yeah it's kind of the, the sports crowd that appreciates brutalism and violence and like intensity like that. And there will always be people that like that kind of stuff. But there is also like Floyd Mayweather, as a human being, I don't know anything about him. I've heard good, yeah. bad things. I don't care. I'm not judging him on that, even whether or not he should be judged or not. Uh, it's just like from a technical standpoint, from what I've seen from my limited like expertise in the subject, which I don't think I'm an expert at all, is just like he's like a shadow. Trying to hit him was like trying to hit air. Like he just he just moves out of the way. He's got such an instinctive uh like way that he fights. He just knows where you're gonna punch before you punch. And like when you can't hit someone, you can't score. Yeah. And, and he knows that like if he dodges here, he can tap you once, and that's a point for him. Mm-hmm. And you lost that point. You
1: didn't get a point. He got a point. He's gonna be up. Yep. Yeah. So beaten to the punch. That's probably also boxing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You punch yep. first. Punch yep. First, punch hard gets the punch in before the other gets a chance to land his first mm-hmm. punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home court and home field advantage. Well, this is just like I think this this term is specifically just to sports.
2: Well, no, it's been used outside, but probably football, baseball.
1: It's general all, yeah, because yeah, yeah. everybody has that thing. But it's yeah. used a lot of times in business. It's used. It's talked about in war. Mm-hmm. Even like weirdly, it's used uh, in the dating world of like you it's know d- to. Fe- <laughs> it really is. I've heard I've heard plenty of um, in conversations I've had with friends of mine uh. that there are a few f- women that I know that will literally date in their home field advantage because they know the people there and they feel safer there.
2: I don't think they're using that term, though. I've heard a few use that term. I would love to get your sports breakdown of the dating world. Sports breakdown. <laughs> I would <laughs> the love the sport get, of dating. I would love to get your breakdown and analysis, the key players in the game. Oh you my know? god! Like, who's at the top of the rankings? The different leagues. You know. Oh god, that reminds me of uh, there was someone I knew in college. Uh, I wasn't friends with this person, um, but he had a ranking system for how oh. attractive. You know? Do you know about I, this? I've heard about this. Right? i heard about. This. Because we make fun of it a lot. Uh, he he literally like would have these hand signals that he would give whenever a, a girl walked by him. He would hold up one or four fingers and it would be like, it would be like fourth down. He was referring to downs in football really? of how attractive someone was. So fourth down meant not very attractive at all. Uh, th- and it would go up from there to first down being like really attractive. And then he would hold his hands up like a like the refs do for touchdowns, like both hands up if, if it was just like, you know, super gorgeous woman. But he he would just like, he just did this system on his own every single time it was a weird to say like a girl would walk by and he'd lean over to us and hold up like two fingers and be like
1: mm-hmm, and we'd be like uh-huh <laughs> So there's another person that I know who talked about them like they were draft picks. Oh. Like how the NFL draft works. Like first rounders are like, oh, yeah, they're they're the solid ones. They're the good ones. They're going to contribute to the team right uh-huh. away. Yeah. Um, so it's like the most appealing prospect. And so it went down the list. This like
2: is that. how you know someone's too into sports,
1: which is probably a thing. I'm not saying people listening to this podcast, you guys are fine. You're
2: great. We love you and you're great.
1: Three strikes and you're out.
2: Okay. Horse racing, <laughs> you break three legs, you gotta shoot the horse. It's clear, you gotta. Why was that always the way? I don't believe in that at all. That's, I don't either. That's the craziest mentality to me. I don't think. Is it still done to this day? Yes, it's still done. If a horse breaks, I need to know why. I need a vet. Uh, like I need a panel of five so, veterinarians to come and explain to me why that horse needs to be shot.
1: I am. I am not a vet. Yeah. My uh, aunt is a large animal veterinarian. Okay, and there's there's a lot of intricacies when it comes to a horse trying to heal from a broken leg and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And as much as that's like absolutely horrendous, it's often considered the most humane way to actually take care of that horse is to put it down after it breaks its leg uh-huh. because of how difficult that is. And horses with a broken leg, th- like it's highly unlikely they'll be able to recover fully, and it has to do with their heavy bodies. Uh-huh. And if they have a broken leg, like a dog can deal with three legs a lot easier than a horse can. Yeah, yeah. And because dogs have paws, they have a better grip on the ground than a hoof does. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very difficult for them to recover from a broken leg, it, depending on the type of break. Uh-huh. Horses, um, like you can get like an infection in its hoof, mm. and it would kill the horse. Really? Yeah. Like it's actually incredibly sensitive for a horse to have like issues within their legs and their hoof, you know that it's actually really dangerous. While as we're well.
2: already on the subject of upsetting things, I remember this tryptophobia thing that I saw that was like a horse's hoof got de-gloved. Have you ever heard of the concept of degloving? gloving you, you can happen to your skin, like a, your hand yes. can be degloved, and it's exactly what you're thinking everybody at home. And I hope you're cringing because we're already on an uncomfortable topic. So I'm gonna go deeper. A horse can get its hoof de-gloved. If you have tryptophobia, do not look this up, but I know you're already Googling it, that image is burned in my brain. Every time I even think of it, my skin crawls. Tyler, are you looking at it? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Why would I do that? (laughs) Uh, 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 Guys, I know you're curious. Even if you have tryptophobia, that's the thing about me is like, I have tryptophobia. I will still go and look up like compilations of tryptophobic things. I don't know why, because it'll like, there will always be that one thing that's stuck in my head and I'll never forget. And that's one of them. Don't look it up. It's not worth it. Don't look up tryptophobia lists. They're terrible and bad. We're here to talk about sports. Tyler, stop looking at it. It's
1: hard to look away. the
2: screen. All right analogies analogies
1: yes yes right off the bat
2: baseball but also interesting because i i don't think i would have thought of that really i don't know why but some of these like it's so obvious that it's a sports term but it, it's like if you say a word over and over again like if you said purple purple purple
0: purple 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 purple
2: purple purple it stops becoming the word and, and it, it starts becoming something else yeah there's some psychological thing behind it and because right off the bat has been said so many times outside of the context of baseball I would not have associated with it, right off the bat, anyway. Ah! Ah. I hear the laugh track, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, A big hit. Big hit to big boy. (laughs) Uh, Big hit, baseball. 100%. (laughs) It could be golf. It could be golf. All right, so I I don't imagine a golf commentator's going, oh, it's a big hit, oh, it's a big hit. It it depends on how you say all these things. Blindsided. Ooh, interesting. The Blindside, great movie football wasn't that blindside wasn't
1: it comes from yeah it comes from football soccer and hockey oh okay so it's usually when other players do something or don't notice a play because they're obscured or not paying attention or something like that it could result a lot of times in a blindside block which you get absolutely destroyed in football you could get blindsided by the ball hitting your face in soccer yeah or um in hockey in particular when
2: right, right. the checking. But blindsided is across every part of language. Everyone uses oh, yeah. it all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, carry the ball. Carry the ball, is that like a ubiquitous term? You got carried? Is is this like an evolution? Because there's some terms that like evolve down, right? So like, to say you got carried nowadays, it means like you were on a team like games, mm-hmm. and you you were bad, but everyone else is good or someone was good and they carried you. Is this like a dilution of that term it, carry maybe. the ball that boils down? Because where where have you used, used the full term carry the ball?
1: I, I never really have. It's just on this list for yeah. whatever reason. I think it's more of, it's used in business. Um, Like if you're carrying the presentation uh-huh. Or you're handing off. Uh,
2: oh, that's a football term.
1: Yeah. That's when they do the thing with, yeah. the, run,
2: with the halfback.
1: Correct. Halfback. Nice. 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 Another really good one that I like is like quarterback. Just quarterback. Yeah. Can you quarterback the situation yeah, for me? Yeah, can you yeah. take charge? Can you be uh, the leader? Huh below the belt.
2: Uh, yeah, we talked about that earlier actually
1: yeah. with the giraffe hitting him in the balls. Yeah, it's yeah. another boxing term. Yeah. Um low blow kind of associated, right? Yeah, yeah, low blow, below the belt, mm-hmm. um yeah. you know, all of those things yeah. out of the ballpark which is basically just like a home run, or you're outside of the realm of conversation. You know it's
2: you know funny? Yeah,
1: it, it actually has a negative connotation.
2: Yeah. Because uh, like, something like not even in the ball, not even in the ballpark. Not even in the ballpark. Is a, yeah. Yep. Because out of the ballpark sounds like a good thing you hit a home run, but when I when you said it, it was like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird how we automatically have emotional associations to some of these phrases, because that's like, not even in the same league. You talked about that earlier, but that's a positive thing in yeah. baseball. It's a negative thing. She's out of your league. He's out of your league, you always talk about it negatively.
1: Or weird. Yeah. It's it's weird has it has like two meanings. Like you're good. Yeah. It still stands as like you're good in whatever context. Mm -hmm. But it's also like if you use it in the right phrase, it's like, Mm -hmm. but you're not. Yeah, exactly. Uh playing hardball. 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 A very hard bowling. It's baseball. Why is it baseball? Baseball is considered a hardball sport as compared to oh, softball, c- which is a softball. Oh,
2: come on. You're playing
1: hardball.
2: Yeah. Who goes out and plays? Well, I know a lot of people play softball, but I'm talking about in terms of this phrase. Like, you go softball, man. I, I don't know. That's weird. But uh, I have heard hardball a lot.
1: Let me throw an easy for you or a soft pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, toss it up for you. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a jump ball. Oh. Uh. These are all, it's so amazing how many of these weird phrases that we get that are used all across like the English language in particular. I imagine there's plenty in in other languages as well that maybe we don't even know. You're probably right about that. That are sports analogies. But it's, I mean, rain check is probably the most incredible one that That, popped out. That blew my mind. Like, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, this has been fascinating.
1: I mean, maybe it's
2: more fascinating to me because right now I'm I'm learning Korean, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, l- I'm looking into a lot of, like, the roots of language. Because one of the toughest things for people learning a second language is you miss out on your entire life's worth of cultural references. Things like this. Because there are sports references, definitely. But there's also references from many other fields that people just use colloquially. In different regions, states have different things that they say. Ohioans and Midwesterners of some region are known to say Ope. Yeah. Ope is, some of you listening might not know what Ope is, <laughs> but it's it's like a funny thing. I think it, I think it's Ohioans mainly, but also Michigan and Indi- Indiana, I think also do with Pennsylvania. For sure. maybe. But it's like, it, Ope is like, when something happens accidentally, we cannot help but say Ope. You even texted me it the other day, just like, like that's the thing. Like, I don't know why, when did that start? And, And, um, there's, there's other like, uh, saying, saying, sorry, when you can't hear someone that's oh, a yeah. Midwest thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, if someone said something, and you go, sorry, uh, that's not you apologizing.
1: That's just like, what the fuck did you say? And then different parts will say, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse which me? also is yeah. not fitting for that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of this, this
2: idea that uh, what, what boils down to in my language learning is like, words don't actually mean anything by themselves. Words have definitions, of course, and they have strict definitions, but the way people use words is entirely different from what they're meaning, because you can say like uh purple like
1: <laughs> going back to the same I, thing you did earlier like
2: i like i uh, no purple's a bad one uh on, j- j- There's a uh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck's my god. Exactly. Like I fucked
1: up. I was like, oh like, oh you you fucked last night. fuck's that. Hang on, hold on. No, I got a better Fuck joke. has a lot of a lot of uses yeah, because exactly. it's it's like it can be used in a sexual connotation. Yeah. It can be used in oh, a s-
2: slammed. slammed, slammed. Is a good I got slammed last night. I was slammed at work. I slammed last night. Dude, you were slamming. Slam. Like, oh man. That slam.
1: Oh. Bitch. <laughs>
2: Look, these aren't good examples, but I'm not
1: a linguist. <laughs> that was some slammy right there on my sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, we are not linguists, but it's like words don't matter, right? It's how words are used. And how words are used comes up to how you interact with people. How you interact with people is down to what you do. And sports is such a ubiquitous thing for the entire world and humanity that it naturally permeates your language because it infects what you do and how you interact with people. And, And sports is just like one big way for people to interact and share common knowledge. So of course you would have your own terms and terminology. It's why when YouTubers do things or when popular videos go out, Like, people can meme things. Like, when I said I was the king of Five Nights at Freddy's, that became a meme at that point. People just, like, said that because I said it. That sentence had never been said, and people grabbed onto it, and, it's like, things that people say can uh, become catchphrases for people.
1: Well, and we, as as humans, when it comes to communication, like to be lazy. That we do. And so when we have something that we can create an analogy for that is a lot easier to say than describe the actual situation, Mm -hmm. we're gonna gravitate towards it. And when sports broadcasters commentators and stuff like that say these different things and it's ubiquitous because the majority of people understand what that term means yeah you are able to save time in so many ways by just saying you know i've got all the bases covered or Mm -hmm. um uh, you really hit that one out of the park Mm -hmm. it's
2: why my mom my mom isn't perfect at English. She's good, don't get me wrong, she's very good, but she's not great at English technically. But she could out-talk you, me, anybody. And she could talk better, tell more illustrative stories, because the way she uses the words that she does know and the sentences and phrases that she knows is so much better and funnier than we could ever hope. Because that's just how she uses them. The words don't matter. And it's actually better that some words that she says are wrong, Technically, they are right in the moment and very funny because they have the right reaction. They pass on a message and they pass it on well to the point where the other person enjoys listening. And
1: like that's what communication is all about. Yeah speaking of enjoying listening we hope you enjoyed listening to this wonderful podcast as we talk about sports <laughs> yeah my
2: mind was blown there were way more uh horse racing things than i thought there'd be who'd have thought pit stop was a horse race
1: who'd have thought i honestly still think there's a lot more that they didn't list here that, like, oh, yeah, that sure. they haven't even scratched the surface of I, what is our listeners could
2: provide there, tons so. more that they use in their daily lives probably to like individual small sports or like games that they play with their families families have individual things families have bodies buried in their basements that they don't tell anybody about secrets they never want getting out
1: and inside jokes among friend groups and families and everything like that that is less serious (laughs) terrifying to think about um everybody has those nuances within their friend groups where they just are able to yeah. know what the other person's saying yeah exactly
2: and that's a wonderful thing and everyone has their own but sports can unite a lot of people under common ground is that a sports term it could be could be well anyway make sure you follow this uh don't low blow i'm not gonna try follow like subscribe leave a comment if you can't see where the comment section is wherever you're listening you're not trying hard enough press all of the buttons
1: Yeah, it's not below the belt. It's right there for you to see. Yeah, exactly. You can see uh, Tyler. Where are you, Tyler? I'm on Twitch, TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, all, all social media is everywhere. Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm somewhere on the internet, a mysterious place. Come find me. You're everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere and nowhere. So thanks. Uh, we will be back next week with more sports discussions. And at some point in the future, we are going to get to a place uh, where we can talk about the current events that are happening in the sports world, the games that are occurring, the matches that are blasting, the
1: various competitors that are competing at a high level. I am gaining knowledge at the same time to be ready for one of those matches come. And hopefully at that time, Mark will have a better knowledge base to uh, pick his predictions without just paper, rock, scissors and alphabetical order. It's still going to be that, man. (laughs) I'm not going to make an educated guess. And I'm still going to kick your
2: ass when it comes to picks. (laughs) He's crying now. He's crying, everybody. He's heaving
0: sobs. So thank you. All right. We're out. Bye. Bye.